And when we reach the new year, we should see it as a clean slate. It's an opportunity to evaluate where we've been over the last year and where we want to go. It shouldn't be this scary thing that looms over us thinking, you know, I haven't reached these goals I wanted to this year, so why should I be excited about next year? Instead, it should feel like a new opportunity, like a new adventure. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so thrilled to have you here with me today, and as per usual, I'm very excited about today's topic. Now, I never know like when it's too early or even too late to be starting New Year content, but I decided that it's time. This is, you know, we're in mid-November. Thanksgiving's next week. I, you know, decorated for Christmas ages ago, <laughs> so I feel like the New Year content is ready. And I don't know if it's just me or if this is like a vibe going around, you know, universally, but I feel really, really excited and opportunistic about next year. I don't know if that's just because like I've been telling you guys for so long that I've like, you know, turned this corner and I've begun a new chapter of my life. And I just feel really excited about this next chapter, meaning, you know, this next year. And I really feel like I marked that milestone also, you know, around my birthday which was really great. And it was also a milestone birthday turning 25. So I don't know if it's just me or if it's just like a universal vibe happening right now that feels excited about next year. Uh, But I feel like I want to say it's universal and I really hope it is because I think this year has felt like a mark to an end of our journey or experience with COVID and it changed our entire life. And It put so much of our lives and so much opportunity and so much momentum on hold for a long time for a lot of people. And I really hope that, you know, we're really at the tail end of this and we're moving forward and onward and upward and people feel excited about the new year and that it will bring that momentum back. That's my hope. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you guys about today. Another reason why I'm personally very excited about next year is it's 2023. So 23 is my favorite number. I was born on the 23rd. It's always been like, not necessarily my lucky number, but a number that's felt close to me. I also got my birth chart reading done by a friend of mine, Sarah or Swan, who was also on the podcast previously talking about astrology. And um, she told me my other like really lucky number is 19, which is if you didn't know the number of my apartment, I live in PH 19. So it feels like a number or it feels like a year of, like I said, opportunity coming up. And when we reach the new year, we should see it as a clean slate. It's an opportunity to evaluate where we've been over the last year and where we want to go. It shouldn't be this scary thing that looms over us thinking, you know, I haven't reached these goals I wanted to this year, so why should I be excited about next year? Instead, it should feel like a new opportunity, like a new adventure, and it really is. When we hit our birthdays and when we hit the new year, really, those are probably the two major milestones where we do 
a lot of personal evaluation and a lot of personal self-reflection. And I think those are good times to do those things, but it's certainly not a good time to feel depressed and sad and berate yourself about the goals you haven't reached. Because as we've talked about so much on this podcast and so much a part of the conversation about intentionality and manifesting is that you're always where you're meant to be. You're always on your own timeline. You're always exactly where you're meant to be. And even if that being right now is uncomfortable, that's unfortunately where you're meant to be. And we've all been there. We'll all be there again. We've all sat in uncomfortability and we'll all sit there again. But it's really an opportunity to face and evaluate just personally reflecting what goals you have achieved most importantly you know when we go on to look at ways we've we think we've fallen short if you're gonna do that you have to balance that out with what you've achieved i've told you guys in the past that i have a really hard time with acknowledging how much i've accomplished and really giving myself credit for how hard i work i always think i'm not working hard enough i'm not putting in enough hours and you know this is something that i definitely think has changed over the last couple months but when LaRue was still in its developmental phases and, you know, I was, I was doing all of this without earning any income, I really felt obligated. Like I had to be working really pretty much 24 seven and I never gave myself credit for anything. So I think something that is a really important practice, if you're, if you are going to do some maybe uncomfortable internal evaluation, you also need to balance it with a lot of praise and a lot of compassion and a lot of excitement for all that you have accomplished. Because like I've said before, and like I will always, always, always continue to say, even if it doesn't feel like we're making progress, we always are making progress. Even if you can't see it, even if it doesn't feel like it, you are always making progress in the right direction. You are always moving with momentum in the right direction. And that doesn't always mean like a very clear linear timeline, right? Moving with momentum and moving in the right direction can also mean making a mistake and fucking up and learning from it. It can also mean going through something really difficult and, you know, taking that in stride over time and again, learning from it, right? Anyways, all of this is to say that I want to talk about the new year and how we can be really intentional about moving into the new year and just being intentional in 2023. So I'm just going to go ahead and leverage on this idea that we are all feeling opportunistic about 2023 because that is my hope for you. I want you to feel excited. I want you to feel empowered. I want you to feel, like I said, like you're beginning a new adventure. And I think that no matter where you're at now, we all should feel that way because like I said, something that put essentially our life on pause for so long we're pretty much at the tail end of, right? And that deserves a celebration in the fact that you are excited and ready to move forward. Perhaps opportunities that were taken away or changed might now be available to us because the world is reopening, you know, the world is coming back to some semblance of some normalcy and that feels really, really good. And to celebrate that, you know, we're moving into the new year. Christmas is here. It's my favorite freaking holiday ever. I'm obsessed with Christmas. I go home next week and I'm so, so excited to decorate my parents' house. We do, I can't even, like, if you, please, I encourage you to go follow me on Instagram so you can see the photos. I, it's like a freaking winter wonderland, which is hard to accomplish in Florida, but we do. And both of my parents' houses just always look so beautiful. I'm so excited. But anyways, let's talk about how we can be intentional in 2023. I think the biggest thing 
that comes to mind when I think about this is really about kind of what I've been stressing probably the last couple months is you. This is all about you. And I think I am really realizing that in my own way when I say that I have turned to this corner and I have begun a new chapter because a lot of things in my life have changed in the last couple months. I'm in a relationship now. I have a really incredible friend group that feels more solid than like any friend group I've ever experienced by far. Like I have my tight, close-knit group of girls that I trust implicitly and love unconditionally. And, you know, my relationships are really strong with my family and my parents and the business is just doing so, so well, which by the way, on Monday, November 14th, I launched a very good friend of mine. Uh, her website launched HaleyHoffmanSmith.com. Go check it out. It's part of the LaRue Creative Studio portfolio now. But anyways, like I, so much of my life is going so well and I'm so, so, so appreciative of that. Now, that isn't to say that I don't experience my stress. It's funny because I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast recently. My anxiety hasn't been this high since I moved here as it is right now, just because of the new puppy, which she is doing good. She's laying next to my feet right now. Um, But it's just been really chaotic. And like I said to you guys, that's something that I'm really trying to work on. And that's probably one of my primary goals for next year is to really just learn how to have a lot more patience and releasing that control that I really desire, but no, I essentially don't have. But anyways, being intentional for me in 2023 is really going to be about continuing to focus in on these really important things in my life and realizing what I need to cut, what's no longer serving me, etc. And something that I've been realizing and that's been really bugging me over the last couple weeks or really probably a lot longer, I would say maybe maybe since I really started turning this corner is my routine and like the core and core mission of intentionality for LaRue. I have not been really strong in my routines and my habits and it's really been upsetting me and bothering me because I feel like I'm not practicing what I preach, which to me feels very uncomfortable because When a client comes to me or someone messages me on Instagram or even a friend talks to me and they're like, hey, you know, I have a really good friend of mine who's kind of going through a really transitional phase, I would say. And her and I have been talking a lot about how she can reestablish like really positive routines because she's going to be moving soon and she's just going through a lot right now, et cetera. And it's making it's been very uncomfortable for her. And I was telling her all this and. We were at dinner and I was saying like, you know, my spiel to her about, okay, do this. I think you need to do this. Like, this is where you're at. You need to have more compassion, et cetera. Like kind of my coaching route, but obviously even more personal because I know this person so well. And I was sitting there thinking to myself like, wow, I really need to do this for myself. Like I feel really uncomfortable in my routines right now. And I think it's just because they've lost their establishment in my life. They've kind of fallen to the wayside And that's both a good thing and a bad thing, right? It's a good thing because I've just become so busy that all of my focus essentially is driven towards my business and my relationships. Like that's pretty much where I'm at right now. And I realized that while both of those things should always be a priority to me and will always be a priority to me, I didn't just say myself, right? Like I haven't necessarily been a priority in my life lately and that's what's made my routines and foundations of like habits and just really strong like 
priorities for me have just really fallen to the side. So something that I'm going to do that I want to encourage you guys to do, and this really goes back to a lot of like core conversations we've had at LaRue, like at the very beginning when I was really, really, really like intentionality based in a very focused sense of like habits and routines, right? That was essentially like all I was talking about at the beginning. So something that I want to encourage all of us to do really, really, really myself is to look at who you want to be next year. This is an exercise that I've practiced so many times in my life, especially in the last several years. And I feel like it's always a really good way to evaluate where you've been and where you want to go, but with a lot of compassion rather than, again, like I said, anger at yourself or feeling regret or disappointment or whatever, because those are all emotions that just simply don't serve us. So something that I'm going to be doing um, probably this week or next week, since I'm going home next week, I'll be able to have some more time on my hands to do it, is to look at who I want to be in 2023. And when I say that, I don't mean what goals, like I'm not looking at the very, very big picture. I'm not necessarily saying like, what goals do I want to accomplish? Who, you know, like more, more honed in, focus more in on you. What I mean is who do you want to be when you wake up in the morning? Do you like, what routines do you want to have? What habits do you want to have? What, what are the things you do on a daily basis that make you feel good? Right. Again, going really, really back to that, like strong foundational mission of LaRue when we're establishing these habits and routines. And this is what I was really focused on in the beginning of when I launched my coaching. I was really helping people like create these foundational lifestyles that worked for them. Right. Because whatever works for me might not work for you. So as you get to know yourself and as I obviously get to know you, I'm able to really clarify like what routines and habits and intentional lifestyle will work for you. But this is certainly an exercise you can do on your own. So basically, once you figure out who you want to be, essentially what I encourage you to do is write down those habits of that person. Write down those habits of you know, the, the best version of yourself for next year, write down their routines, write down what they do on a daily basis that feels intentional. You know, this goes back to like, honestly, the intentional living worksheet that I have, which is a freebie on the website, really talking about like those five pillars of intentionality, which is your mind and body where you set intentions for like strengthening and really, you know, connection again, when it really comes to your mind and your body career and education, so intentions set for where you want to set growth and where you want to see growth, self-care and relaxation, so these are intentions for healing, lifestyle development, this is intentions set for personal improvement and experience, so intentions set for action. Like this is literally going back to the very beginning of when I launched LaRue and I was figuring out what the brand was going to be about. And like I said to you guys, I've always known it was going to be about intentionality. It was just figuring out what that meant to me and how I think that can be like a really strong universal message for all of us. So when you're looking at this version of yourself next year, who's excited to wake up every day, performs a really solid routine and has really solid foundational habits, does things that feel good, you are essentially 100% unapologetically prioritizing yourself, which is where, again, like I said, so much has expanded in my life that the priority of me has fallen to the side. So for me, this means reestablishing my morning routine specifically. Like that is absolutely one of the most important things to me. And it's really just become something that hasn't been performing well because my schedule has been so 
like, you know, changing by the week. And especially with the puppy, like my sleep schedule has been pretty crazy. So for me, my morning routine is going to be at the very top of that list. So establishing like the things that I want to do in the morning and things I know will set me up for a really good day. So if I'm thinking of those intentional pillars, I'm thinking of, okay, my mind and body for me, that's going to be meditation and going to the gym and journaling things like that. And for my career, like something I really like to do is, especially on Sunday nights and Monday mornings, is take a moment and look at like all of the things I write down in my journal, just like a bullet journal, something that, you know, can be really messy for me. I write down all the things I need to get done over the week. And then I go to my computer and I organize that in my Excel spreadsheet that I you know track for the week. So that's something that's really important to me. Just looking at these pillars and seeing where I can establish more intentional habits that really make me feel like I'm prioritizing myself again. And those can be such little things that make me feel connected to myself. I've been, again, with how busy I've been, I've been eating out way too much and ordering like food to my home way too much. So a big goal of mine over the next couple of weeks into the new year is going to be establishing more cooking habits and making that really fun. I was telling my friend that I was just talking about earlier, the last thing you want to do is sit down and write down all of these habits and like solid routines that you want to so badly establish, but then wake up or go to perform them and they feel like work. If you, let me say this very, very clearly, if you feel like you're trying without excitement or if you're trying to accomplish a habit or a routine and it feels taxiing, you are going to resent that habit. Therefore, you will establish it three, four, five days a week max, and then you're just going to drop it all together. And then you're going to feel like crap again. You're going to be, you're going to feel disappointed in yourself because you didn't follow through in it. This is why, again, going back to the very beginning conversations of LaRue, this is why establishing this stuff a little bit over time is just so, so important because we all know we've, we've all done this where we sit down on like a Sunday and create this in elaborate, beautiful plan for the week. I'm going to go to the gym six days a week. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. I'm going to meditate every day for half an hour. And you create this like elaborate, beautiful life that of course we'd all like to accomplish, but just simply isn't realistic to establish in a week. Like you have to have so much discipline to do that. And even if you do have the discipline, I guarantee you it's not going to feel exciting and it's not going to feel fun. It's just going to feel like work and you're going to wake up and you're going to feel like crap and you're just going to want to go back to bed and it's not going to feel fun. So my biggest message to you guys is to make sure, and this is why I'm talking about this now. This is why I wanted to publish this podcast now and so far in advance of the new year. I am going to start establishing little habits again in my morning routine again over the next several weeks. So when the new year comes and that that new year excitement is with me, I don't set myself up on January 1st for what I just said, that week of like pedal to the metal habit training and then fall down with it and not follow through with it, right? Over the next several weeks, I'm going to slowly reintroduce habits and stronger routines into my life. That's gonna set me up for far more success in the new year than 
thinking about all of the things I want to do in the new year and thinking about who I want to be. And then, you know, two days before January 1st, writing down this laundry list of crap that I'm going to do and then not following through with any of it. You know, and that's okay to do. Like we've, I know we've all been there. We'll all do it again. Like it is what it is, right? We all have these like really high expectations of, like I said, it's just something about these milestones that come where we suddenly think we can change overnight. And while that would be nice, it's just not realistic. And it truly does not set you up for success because changing over time, developing and evolving over time is what we are good at, right? It's, it's like literally what humanity is good at. We evolve and change over time and we learn from what we are evolving from. We're learning from past experience and we're able to take that knowledge and apply it to our future. So if you know that you've done this in the past, you've made this laundry list of changes you're going to make and then you go, you know, you're at it for two days strong and then, you know, day three, like (laughs) you don't do any of it. If you know you've done that in the past, why are you going to set yourself up for the same thing in the future, right? Like that's such a simplistic question to ask ourselves, but it's so true because like I said, we've all been there and we'll all do it again. So the best way I think to set ourselves up for success is to really start now. Figure out who you want to be in the new year. Figure out what habits and routines you want to establish. Figure out how you want to be intentional in 2023 and start introducing small changes now. Start reprioritizing, if you haven't been like me, start reprioritizing yourself and figure out what feels really good for you. And again, this goes back to something I talked about last week and you know, in so many other podcasts as well. Make sure you're doing this without judgment, without fear of judgment from other people and without judgment from yourself. Do whatever feels good for you. No one's judging your routines, no one's judging your habits, no one gives a crap because it's not their life, right? So you waking up at whatever time you want and doing whatever morning routine you want, whatever feels good is what you need to be doing. And that's you reprioritizing yourself. So for me, that's going to be a lot of, you know, reintroducing more intentional habits that affect my mind and body. I've been okay with the gym, but that one's not as important to me as meditating and journaling and doing things that allow me really, truly at the at the breath of it. For me, it's about taking a moment of silence in my day to connect with myself to you know just kind of ease into my mind and think about the thoughts I've had over the last week and the thoughts I have coming up and just like reconnecting with myself for a moment I feel like I haven't had a moment to breathe in a very long time my life has just been so chaotic and so go 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 and I've just been traveling so much and (laughs) in no way am I complaining like it's honestly been fantastic and Like I've been telling you guys, I mean, you know, the last several months have truly just been extraordinary and some of the best months of my life, but it changes a lot, right? When, when your life changes, everything changes about your life, right? And it's just been a really overwhelming process for me because when I was first starting out LaRue, I kind of argued to myself or made, made the argument for myself that me practicing intentionality so deeply was a part of me working, right? Because it was me learning how to be intentional so I could pass on that skill and pass on that knowledge to, you know, whoever was going to be showing up to the business in the future, showing up to my content. So at the beginning, it was really easy for me to feel guiltless about being intentional with my routines and my habits because I knew that was setting my business up for success. But just like I've talked about in the past with you guys, 
just because we've established something so strongly in our lives doesn't mean, and we've seen the changes we want to see from it, doesn't mean we can suddenly drop that and think those changes will stay, right? For me, I, in these last several months, despite how fantastic and wonderful things have been, this is probably some of the time I felt most disconnected to myself in the last couple of years. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like I'm not, I'm not like constantly sad or anything. It's just like, I just like I said to you, especially when it comes to the meditation and the, the mind body soul connection, I just haven't felt that connection to myself in a while because I've been so busy prioritizing other people and my job over, you know, and my work over myself right now. And while that's okay to go through those developmental periods where I know that things are really changing and things are going really well for me. So my priorities are going to change. That was just an intermittent period. Like that's not going to be forever. And now that I've fallen into a better routine with my friends and with my relationship and with my business, now I can take this opportunity to essentially hit that reset button and just reprioritize myself and figure out what needs to happen in the future. So like I'm saying, like I was saying, for me, that's really going to be about establishing time for myself and not compromising on that time for myself. I've been like, I just when people ask me to hang out or people ask to see me or, you know, when my boyfriend's here and he like <laughs> he wakes up later than me, I tend to stay in bed and we just relax and like I get to work later and I don't do my morning routine and I'll just eventually like once we do wake up I go straight to my desk and that feels so uncomfortable to me and it feels very very non-intentional right so for me it's just going to be about not compromising on these things for the sake of other people and again that's not something to apologize for that should be something that feels good to us so you know if I have like a night I really want to myself and I'm just going to clean or read or you know I don't know if I've ever told you guys this but I used to love adult coloring and it's something I would really like to get back into. It's just like super relaxing for me. And I feel like I can't let my mind wander because I'm focusing on what I'm doing. So it's just like something that's very easy to the mind. I encourage you to try it if you're looking for something to ease anxiety. But anyways, so I'm just going to be really, I think, especially over the next couple of weeks, like I said, leading up to the new year, very uncompromising about my morning routine and just my routines and habits in general. I'm not going to compromise on them for other people just, you know, to fulfill their expectations. And that's why strong relationships are strong because when it comes to those things, those people will understand and that way you can meet in the middle, right? I used to be going out way too much, having dinner out way too often. Like for me, it needs to be more about being intentional with my spending and being intentional with my time. And of course, like I'm always down to spend my time with my friends. I love them all so dearly and they mean the world to me and they are a huge priority to me. But I just need to be making sure I'm spacing things out in a way that feels good. So I'm not overwhelmed and I'm not too busy to the point where when I do finally have time for myself, I'm just so exhausted that I just can't be bothered to do anything. So that's how I plan on being more intentional in 2023, especially leading up to I'm really going to be establishing a stronger morning routine like this morning um i had Haley over last night to launch her uh website and we had dinner and i really wanted to clean my apartment but it was just too late so i woke up nice and early i had my coffee and my breakfast and just sat with it for a minute then i deep cleaned my entire apartment 
Then I did my skincare and I got my, you know, morning juice and did my thing. And now I sat down, prepped for the day and then recorded, started recording this podcast. So it felt really good. And this morning has felt really productive to me, which for me is like, it's like, it's like a high. I mean, being productive there for me, there's like nothing like it. So that's how I plan on being intentional. And I think the ways that you guys can try and be intentional in when I say intentional, I mean intentional for you, however that works for you, whatever that means for you is again, practicing this exercise where you sit down and, you know, of course, like write out your goals for 2023, who you want to be, you know, what you want to accomplish, what success you want to reach, write down those things, but also write down the things that you know are super, super, super tangible for you. Write down the things that are really in your control, right? I've talked to you guys so many times before about this list of controls being of, you know, what's in your, what, what in your life is in, in your control and what is out of your control. And that's the list I made that really like shifted the entire trajectory of my life. So think about what's in your control, especially when it comes to your habits and your routines and your foundation and your intentionality and make sure you're setting up new routines and new foundations and new habits that really set you up for an intentional new year. So I really hope this podcast hit home for you guys. I feel like this was a very encouraging podcast and I'm really excited to hear about any routines and habits you guys establish. If you have any questions about this or would just like any advice, always feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. And I feel like this was a great one. I'm really excited. This felt really motivating for me. I actually just made my list the other day about like what I want, what I want to accomplish and who I want to be for next year. And it felt really good to just see it on paper as far as, you know, it was very eye-opening to see where I really have fallen behind on like my foundations and my intentionality as far as like my routines and my habits. And that instead of, like I said, instead of feeling disappointed and berating myself about it, it just felt really encouraging to see like, okay, you know, now I've, now I've really hit some huge, huge business milestones and career milestones and friendship milestones that I can, you know, shift my priorities once again and reprioritize myself. So now that I am going to be at the top of my list, I can really feel encouraged and inspired and, and empowered to reestablish all of these things back into my life, which again, like I've said to you guys a million times over, you will always be the most important person in your life. So when you prioritize yourself, you're always going to be showing up better in all of your friendships, all of your familiar relationships, your significant other relationship, your business, everything. When you prioritize you in the best way possible with intentionality, you will show up better in every facet of your life. So that's what I've got for you guys today. Like I said, I hope this hits and you know the deal. I love you all so dearly and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.